what's going on, Miami? Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast, where we go live to talk to the people of Miami and say, what's up? How are you? It's been a minute. Thank you so much for joining me, y'all. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining me. Happy Monday, Miami. Uh, shout out to Kako, uh, Taha, Rob, Juliao, Siege, Longmar, FUM. As in Manny, A, B, C, D, Steph. What's going on, guys? All right, welcome to another episode. Uh, I took a week off. It was a hectic week, man. Everything that's going on in the news is stressing me out. I don't even know what to make of, you know, the headlines. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Does the headgear give it away? Um, yeah, the thing is, you know, I don't take these things for granted. All right, I know how serious these things can be. And I went through a moral, uh, I guess, obstacle of what's it like doing comedy in the brink of one of the most crucial wars that has ever happened in our generation. Like, how, how am I supposed to go out there and just write memes? Huh? When, when, when we're on the brink of, of who knows what. And all we get fed is, like, what's happening in the news. It's like, all right, let me go ahead and just write some memes. I, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> That's the last thing I need. On my, if we ever, God forbid, if we ever have final days, I would hate for my final days to be me writing memes. <laughs> I mean, like, my life flashing before my eyes. I'm there in my underwear just writing a meme and putting Twitter updates. I got them. I can't. So uh, I took a week off. I feel better now. Because I realize, you know, I do have some sort of responsibility or duty for calling myself a comedian during these times. People need some, some comedy relief. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Taha says, I would love my final days being memes. Fair enough. All right? That, you know, every person has their own preference. And if Taha, if you want to go down, and then when they go through your phone to get some sort of memory to poke, to I don't know, to post about you, be like in, in loving memory of Taha, instead of a photo, a regular one, it'll be, a you know, you superimposed in a meme. I don't know. I mean, that's what you want. That's what you get. You know? Seth says, Charlie Chaplin was right. Life is a comedy and a tragedy. Uh, how else to go out but with a smile? I don't, I don't, I never laugh at my own memes. I don't know about you, Taha. I post my meme with a serious face. I post it out there just like, hmm, take that. Right, and then people laughing. I'm just like walking around, feeling like I got a crown of comedy, and how serious I take my art. All right. <laughs> oh man, um, I saw the funniest thing yesterday. I can share by joining to tell the world my story. All right, Taha, take it easy. Don't take over the show. All right. So, <laughs> as I'm out here trying to figure out, uh, you know, what I'm gonna do in terms of writing content. During these times, I figured, you know, what the hell, man? Let me just keep doing what it is that I'm doing. Uh, I, first of all, want to say that I don't know what to make on what's happening. I'm not really the kind of person that follows the media to the T. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like reading something and then regurgitating it unless I'm, like, making fun of it or questioning it. But I, I don't take, like, if you go on CNN and you go on Fox News... I like seeing the dichotomies of the two. It's like, all right, let me see what CNN's saying. And let me see what Fox is saying. Oh, look at the BS spreading about. And lo and behold, 
as these media outlets are saying the same thing because we're fit, it's the same narrative. Even CNN and Fox News are kind of saying the same thing, but with different words, right? One of them says, uh, you know, Putin is raising the defense to high alert, and then the other one says, nuclear is at high alert. Nuclear war is at high alert. It's like, what? <laughs> Anything for a good headline. We need to get this revenue up. The advertisers are knocking our doors. We need to get every penny, even if it means spreading misinformation. Hell, people on social media are posting some of the fakest videos that I've seen before. I follow, like, engineering pages. I follow pages of aviation because I like seeing things that I'll never be a part of. I will never get behind the steering wheel of an airplane or the joystick or whatever the hell you get behind. All right? So I follow these, these, these channels to kind of, like, see, you know, planes in the air maneuvering and engineering and all that because I'm never going to do that. And lo and behold... What do I see propagating on social media? People out there using videos that are years old saying, oh, look at the planes flying over Ukraine. It's like, that's a video from like 2015. And the people are just lying for likes. And it's upsetting. Okay? People will will lie and just for like the last thing you'll see before nuclear war is like a lie just for likes. It's like, all right, well... You know, you get to the gates of heaven and God is like, what have you done for your brothers and sisters? Uh, I lied to them so I can get their likes online. <laughs> oh, shit, I died. Well, uh, well, at least I got a lot of likes. People will lie to you just to get a praise. That, that blows my mind. That people out there, uh, all right, I'm not going to get into it. One, one group of people I'd like to give a shout out to is the Instagram models. Thank you for not stopping uh, posting thirst traps. I appreciate that very much. Okay? I appreciate the fact that even though this is a very crucial moment in our lives, you ladies are still out there posting half nudes. I love that. Let's give them a round of applause. (laughs) Ladies, you are heroes because you make my timeline more bearable. Thank you for posting your thirst traps during these crucial times. I appreciate it. All right? If World War III gets announced, make sure you put 50% off your OnlyFans and just let the last few dollars roll in. Get yourself a nice bag and a nice new pair of shoes to go out in your funeral. It's not like they're going to see it anyway. All right? Everything's going to get disintegrated. This is a great book for right now. Uh, there's videos for Flight Simulator games. Uh, I'm a wrong if I roast. Propaganda is a crucial part of every year. My guy, what's up with the 70s mustache? Oh, yeah, man. I feel like I'm a grown-up now, so I decided to make my mustache grow. All right? Um, so if you look at comedy during war times... This is what inspired me to kind of get back into writing and going live, you know, during these times. Because I feel bad. I, feel, I really feel bad for both the Russians that are being brought into war to serve their country and the, those people that are defending their country in Ukraine. Like, th- this is just senseless killing over political power, right? Like, somebody just announces it. Right, somebody that's very powerful that runs, you know, uh, one of the biggest governments in the world, and then now people got to die. 
That's cr- that's crazy. One guy, and you know, and then and then the media says he's isolated or whatever, whatever. All right, I'm not taking sides, but I will say that this is this is this is a useless war, and and the person behind it is, I don't know. He's just it's just crazy to go into war over this. Uh, and I saw this video. Speaking of comedians during comedy, I mean during wartime, I want to I want to share with you this video here <laughs> of Donald Trump. This guy is by far one of the best comedians that has ever lived in our generation. People don't take Donald Trump as a comedian, but I do. All right, this guy is not just a politician; he's an actor, <laughs> and he's a great off-the-cuff comedian. This guy just goes like he just riffs. Picture me what I'm doing on the podcast, but in front of millions of Americans. All right, just riffing like off the top, no research, no logic, just off the dome. You know, the only difference is a lot of people are paying attention to him, and he's got billions of dollars. That's the only difference between me and Donald Trump. All right, because <laughs> Donald Trump is just riffing at this point. Let me get on over to the chat before we get into this video. Uh, war, young people who don't know each other are killing each other, while the old guys who hate... Yeah, absolutely. I think Putin and Ukraine president should fight. Absolutely. Why don't we do that? Why don't we just get uh, politicians that are beefing? Why don't they just go head-to-head? And then, you know what? Put it on the UFC. And then we become a Democrat... Uh, Democrats together, watching capitalist people duke it out. And then we put money on it, and guess what? It grows the economy. <laughs> Uh, war is good, bro. Move on. I'm not sure, Billy. Uh, feel bad for those people in Miami. We trying to laugh. You uh, talking like CNN. All right, uh, Billy D. I, I don't think you realize that uh, I'm not taking any sides, bro. All right. Oh, you're for the war. All right, well, Billy, I think you're the only one, brother. All right, so you're talking like a crazy dictator. What do you think about that? Uh, trophy, what's up? Rod, ACM, Daisy. Anybody that's for the war, you've got to be mentally unstable. Like, how can you how can you be that kind of person to be like, hey, you know what? People that have nothing to do with political parties are gonna go in there and duke it out, and then let's see who wins. Yeah, I'm all up for that. While I'm in, I'm on Instagram watching a live stream. You effing hypocrite. Yeah, of course you are, because you're in the comfort of your own home typing on a chat. You douchebag. Jesus Christ, what, the, the amount of absurd comments that I see on the internet because of how you take things for granted, like that douche right there. I'm okay with war. I don't, I don't, you don't, don't say that. Don't say that, okay? You're, you should never say you're okay with war. What kind of crazy person are you to be sitting on a, a God knows where appreciating your freedom while people are fighting? You fucking moron. Why isn't there then a gravy seal? Mr. Wright, what's going on? All right, so check this out. Speaking of comedy, let's get back to comedy. Manny, calm down. Calm down. It was just one idiot. All right, all right. I'll let it slide. All right, so uh, this video I saw of uh, Donald Trump. Uh, (laughs) Listen to this. I have no doubt that... President Putin made his decision 
to ruthlessly attack Ukraine only after watching the pathetic withdrawal from Afghanistan, where the military was taken out first, our soldiers were killed, and American hostages plus $85 billion worth of the finest equipment anywhere in the world were left behind. The NATO nations, and indeed the world, as he looks over what's happening strategically with no repercussions or threats whatsoever, they're not so smart. They're looking the opposite of smart. Putin is saying, oh. So I just want to point this out. <laughs> the reason why I think Donald Trump is such a great comedian is because, you know, when you play devil's advocate just for, the, just for fun, right, kind of like Billy Dean, when, when, when you play devil's advocate just to kind of like have fun with whatever's happening, it's like, what do the majority think? Oh, well, they think this. All right, and what do the people that are for it think? Oh, but it's a small minority. Oh, okay, so let me go with the minority side and just say something that is not popular for the sake of controversy. And then that way, I'll get more tweets and reshares and likes by those minority because they're underrepresented. And that's why I think Donald Trump is one of the best comedians. out. He, he knows how to get material. He doesn't even write it down. He goes off the top. Like in this video. They're going to sanction me. They sanctioned me for the last 25 years. You mean I can take over a whole country and they're going to sanction me? You mean they're not going to blow us to pieces, at least psychologically? The problem is not that Putin is smart, which of course he's smart, but the real problem is that our leaders are dumb. And they so far allowed him to get away with this travesty and assault on humanity. That's what it is. This is an assault on humanity. So sad. Putin is playing Biden like a drum. And it's not a pretty thing as somebody that loves our country to watch. Just You know, one thing I will say about Trump is that that guy is so crazy. That it's Donald Trump's antics have got to be like a frontline defense. We got nukes. We got the number one economy and military in the entire world. Oh, yeah, we also got a crazy ex-president that just goes off the top of his head. You never know what he's, what he's going to say or do. All right, let's not put a button in front of him. Donald Trump, no, don't! <laughs> he will push that button. <laughs> this, guy, this guy is going on tour. He sells merch, right? He's doing crowd work. Oh, come on, man. This guy sells merch. He's got hats for people to wear. <laughs> this guy's doing our specials on a daily basis. What's your, what's your demographic? Uh, crazy right-wingers and uh, journalists. <laughs> and the journalists all heckle me. Uh, my guy, it looks like an 80s cop that loves donuts. Yeah, all right. I get it, guys. Yes, I got a mustache. Oh, he looks like a porn star. Oh, my God, how original. He looks like a cop from the 80s. Oh, you got me. Let me do me. All right? Uh, Manny, would you vote for Trump or DeSantis for 2024? <laughs> Aren't they the same people? <laughs> uh, they're the same person, except the difference is that the comb over is either brunette or blonde. 
That's the only difference you're going to get. The color hair. All right? They both sound, they both say the exact same thing with just a different hairstyle. That's all it is. We love it, Manny. Thank you, Steph. And by we, I'm sure it's just you. But I'll go ahead and take it. I love it, too. I like this look for me. All right? My face has lost a lot of weight. I feel handsome. I'm glowing. And also, another reason is because my beard doesn't connect. All right? So, OG, to answer your question, it's the same person. At this point, man, look. I'm going to go ahead and say I'm not a political guy. If you like Trump, fine. If you like Biden, fine. If you like Obama, that's fine. If you like whoever, I don't care. There's no way that one person makes all those decisions. It's only the illusion, right? It's almost like customer service. These presidents out here, it's just a face that you can blame everything on for the sake of convenience. That's all that is, all right? You really think that not a lot of people are behind this? Not a lot of people are pulling strings, directing them, lobbying, funneling money here and there. Hey, we want this to happen. Well, what about this to happen? Well, what about this? Bam, decision after decision being made by a group of people with power, okay? The only thing we feel is comfort knowing that we can call the White House the reason for these decisions, but it's all a collection of things, man. You can vote for any political party. We still got to go a direction as an entire nation, and you know what? Based on the mindset that we have going on in the USA, because I see TikTok, all right? I read the journalists and what they're writing, okay? I see popular media. I can see the psychology. I can put it all in a box, the psychology of America. And then what comes out of that box as our leader is a great representation. You got Biden trying to please all the SJWs. Oh, don't offend them. Don't offend them. And then you got people like Trump and DeSantis going on the other extreme. Ah, but these guys are crazy. All right, you got your guns. They're crazy. You're not. Right? It, you could see it. I see it. I see the playing field of American psychology. I see the way we communicate to each other and what we find valuable. And that's why these leaders come out. All right? It's like a machine. We all get together. We act accordingly. And then, boop, a leader comes out of that, whether it be from one side or the other. Okay? It's never going to be anything we don't understand. It's going to be things we're very familiar with. Oh, those are those kind of people. Or, oh, this is my kind of person. That's all that is. So, oh, gee, to go back to what you're saying, vote for whoever you want. We're going in the same direction anyway. We're going to go there regardless. Whatever the master plan is, is already in place. All right? The only question is, do you want the person to be for or against your, your values and beliefs? As we head over there. But we're going there regardless. All right? All I want is for me to bring comedy into this city until I retire. That's all I want. So far, so good. Okay? There's a lot of obstacles. Coronavirus was rough. Political tension is high. I just want to keep going for another 40, 50 years. <laughs> I'll be a 90-year-old doing stand-up comedy in Miami. I don't care, all right? I'll do this podcast 40, 50 years from now. I'll do it in the metaverse if I have to, all right? I will take your Ethereum payments or whatever coin is out at the time, elder coin, old man coin, whatever you want. I'll take it 40, 50 years of more comedy in Miami. That's all I ask. And then after that, do whatever you want, all right? Go ahead and go to war. I'm not around. I don't care. 
I did my part. You need glasses. Thank you. I don't know if you're looking at the camera or your man's on the side. Oh, no, I'm looking at your chat, bruh. Uh, Ukraine president is an actor and comedian. Maybe he can run a set during the next press conference. Hey, that's pretty good. Donald Trump. Donald Trump and uh, the Ukrainian president should be, uh, yeah, they should, they should do a roast battle. Right? That's a great concept. I like that, Vikes. What's the name? Zelensky? Zelensky and Trump should do a roast. And you know what? Instead of war, how about just a roast battle? Huh? How about Putin and Zelensky just go head to head and just, just do a roast? And we bring in all the celebrities. Hell, we don't even need the celebrities. Yeah, mix the celebrities and the politicians. You know, you just go up there and be like, oh, yeah, Russian food is so bad. How bad is it? They served my soup cold and they said it was right. Oh! (laughs) That's a borscht joke, for those that don't know. Borscht, it's a cold soup. Never mind. All right? I'm cultured. Uh, We all hope you never quit. Just get better at comedy. You represent Miami. (laughs) Spoken like a true comedy fan. This ain't good enough. I'm the same way. Whenever I watch comedy, I'm always just like, this ain't me saying it. I'm not impressed. And it's not really just about comedy uh, from me. It's about comedy floating overall. You know how hard it is to go against story, live, uh, all the bars in Miami, and to say, hey, instead of having fun over there, have fun over here, right? That's hard, man. To keep that afloat, it's very difficult to do. Uh, So it's not just one person doing comedy. It's the collective, the comedians. The people that want to go out to a show, the people that want to do something different, how can you bring them all together? That's part of the master plan. That is MiamiComedy.com, by the way. Um, Elder Coin. Yeah. Yeah, you know, retirement, 401k retirement money will probably be distributed as such, right? I'd like to cash out my 401k. Uh, yeah, we, you can't get dollars no more. You're going to get Elder Coin because you over 70. All right. So whenever you spend Eldercoin, you get discounts on uh, adult diapers, uh, baby food, and uh, arthritis or whatever medication you need. Yeah, man, I could totally see that. I could totally see old people getting their own cryptocurrency in the future. And then you get discounts. All right. Does Viagra count? You're damn right it does. Chef, what's going on? Welcome back. Uh, Uwe Drago Gregory, what's going on? All right, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Um, so as I continue to think about what I am during these times, and not to make it about me, I'm not saying that. As a matter of fact, I took a step back. I didn't want to create comedy during these times. But uh, I'm reading about, like, humor, during the war like how do people do it and for me even though I know that there's comedians from the past that did this to kind of like alleviate and relief uh release some stress for uh you know the troops uh I actually performed in front of troops there wasn't there wasn't a major war but at the same time there were a lot of uh you know what there were wars just not at this scale right like when we were going to war with the Middle East there were still comedy shows right I still went to comedy shows. I still did comedy. But why is this one different? 
Well, it's because a superpower that's not us is doing it. So, like, it's, like, almost like a hair-trigger feeling. And to know that there's a country struggling to defend itself and there's people in war following a, a crazed leader, it's, for me, it just feels like I don't want to be the kind of guy to be making fun of stuff during this. But I look online and, like, this is something that is, like, needed, right? Because I remember when I performed in front of the troops that were headed to Afghanistan, they were so happy to get entertainment before they got on that plane to fly across the world to, you know, hold a piece of territory. And I felt, I felt great doing it, like there in front of them and roasting them. <laughs> That's one thing that, I, that I'm very proud of, that I roasted the military <laughs> when I have no right to do so. Right, those guys are the heroes, and then I go to them. Oh, so you guys are not afraid to go to war, but you're afraid to sit on the front row of a comedy show? Oh, uh, you look like you got on. Uh, you look like you got a discount on that refi ass cut and '80s mustache. Hey, I got a lot of compliments for it. Bike says, comedy is based on exaggeration of the truth. If not, we couldn't survive all the BS we put up in life. Life can be difficult, and we need, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Is this, oh, is this the same uh, guy? Let me see. Um, yeah, Billy DeWorld. Billy DePoon. Okay. All right, Jesus. I didn't even know it was a troll. <laughs> I was, like, talking to the guy normal. I, I like this haircut. There ain't nothing wrong with this haircut. I like people compliment me. Oh, wait a second. This is the same guy. Oh, Brittany, too. Jesus Christ. All right, there you go, guys. See, it ain't easy. Uh, Linus, what's going on? Timuska. Uh, Bike says, comedy is based on the exaggeration of the truth. If not, we could survive all this BS we put up in life. Life can be difficult, and we need comedy to cope. Uh, I laugh so I don't have to listen to others cry. Jesus, that's a bit, uh, that's a bit cynical, but it makes sense. I think that's the reason why I'm into comedy, right? Because I'm so good at, like, not being emotional that I let it out, like, all the frustration, all the thoughts I have. All the philosophical things that I think about, I let it out through comedy, right? This is kind of like my outlet. So I kind of understand what you're saying, Chef. Uh, but at the same time, you, you, Jesus, I have so many haters on today. It's almost like everybody got together. It's like, hey, guys, you know who's coming back? Manny. Go on this channel at the same time. And just let it go. Let it rip. Get your hatred out. Oh, man. Uh, Mocha, what's going on? Comedy's great. Thank you, Mocha. Uh, well, let's keep going. All right, so I, I read across, I came across and read this article, Laugh During Wartime. And... Uh, Americans remember the Civil War for carnage it caused, the people it liberated, and the nation it built. Rarely do they remember it for the comedy it inspired. 
The United States already had an international reputation as a land of tricksters. And the fight, oh, which reminds me, did you guys know that gestures, yeah, for sure, uh, Mocha, did you guys know that gestures during wartime, this just reminded me, uh, and it's another inspirational thing about being a comedian during war. Did you guys know that gestures uh, during wartime, like, you know, back in the day, like, when, I mean, I'm not really good when it comes to this kind of history, but, like, when gestures were a thing, when was that? Was it the Renaissance? <laughs> or was it, was it like, uh, with the Romans? I forget. But when gestures were hired, they would put the gestures, like, on pedestals to look over the war and then just, like, make fun of things that are happening while, like, people are dying. Kind of a weird position to be in as a comedian where you're just up on a pedestal and you're looking down at people dying and you're like, hey, look at that guy with the big head. Make sure you clobber him with it. Oh, look at that blood. (laughs) I haven't seen this much blood since, uh... (laughs) Manny, don't do a PMS joke, please. I I was going that direction, but you know what? No, I'm going to stop myself. <laughs> What's up? Thank you, Miami. Wine Poppy, welcome. No worries. Uh, hate is a form of flattery. As long as they're talking about you, is all that matters. Bro, um, bikes, you got to understand, man. Like, when you become an, un- when you're a comedian and you don't have any credits, people kind of just go for the jugular because they think, like, you're not funny is the number one offense. All right? And, it comes to the point where in order for you to get good, you have to get over that. But at the same time, you got to have a boundary. So when I first started doing live streams, and, you know, some of the people that are on here have seen it. I think Mocha and Steph have seen this. When I first started doing these live streams, I would get bombarded (laughs) by people saying, who is this guy? I just want me. Like, it was like back to back. And I'm glad it happened because it kind of showed me that I'm – I'm more talented than I thought. <laughs> because when, when, you, when you get rid of those people and you keep going, you kind of realize, like, oh, look, I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, I post memes. I come up with a joke. I write it. And then I just make a meme out of it or a Twitter update out of it. And it works. And I'm like, oh, imagine if I listen to these people. All these jokes that I've been writing since 2020 wouldn't have come to fruition if I, if I really, like, believed these people jumping on the chat. You know what I mean? And another thing that keeps me going when I come across these kinds of people, imagine the lifestyle that they're living where they have nothing going on, and then they go on this small channel, and then they say the things they say. I kind of feel bad. It's like, what are you doing? What else do you have going on? I need to go on this guy's channel and say he sucks. Block. Oh, well. <laughs> now my life sucks. <laughs> I had my moment, and now it's gone. You know that meme of, of Will Smith standing in front of an empty house? Like, it's just like this. That's how, when I block them, that's how I picture what they're doing. They're just standing like this. I had my, my 15 seconds of fame. <laughs> And now I don't know what to do. Oh, well, I better go find another channel. Um, you got balls, bro. Thank you. Uh, it's actually no longer, it no longer feels like anything brazen 
or bold. It kind of just like I'm trying to I'm trying to talk some shit here. I'm sorry, I'm cursing too much. I'm in my feelings right now because of these a holes on the chat upsetting me. Now I'm mad. <laughs> it ruined my Monday. Uh, Chef says you got to have gator skin in life, bro. I've been dealt with a lot worse. All right. You know how many uh, psychological vampires I had working in a bank? Digital haters are nothing, are nothing compared to the people you see for years that steal your vigor. Ooh, just thinking about it. Um, so, yeah, thinking of comedy during the war, jesters would get hired to go out there, look at the battle, and make commentary like it's the WWF. Right? Sees the suplex, sees an awkward swing of an axe, they just call it out. They make fun of you if you don't know how to shoot a bow. All right? So I'm going to continue doing it. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to writing, even though I'm not going to lie. To take a week off when the news broke that Russia invaded Ukraine, to take a week off felt pretty good. Because even though I read, I read the headlines, I don't embellish in it. But now I'm going to embellish in it. And I hope for the best, whatever it may be. I hope for the best, the absolute best. Um, I'm not a fan of bloodshed. I don't, I don't like seeing things like this unfold. Uh, I really think, you know, catastrophic things can happen from very small things, you know. So I don't, I don't take these headlines for granted. And I, I'm not really the type to, like, jump in and, like, have fun when stuff like this is going down. But at the same time, you know, life must go on. I hope. Uh, life must go on. So uh, I'm going live to announce that I'm going to uh, continue the podcast on a daily. So it's Monday through Thursday, 6 p.m., Friday, 4 p.m., Saturday, 10.30, Sunday, 6 p.m., all right? And then just I put it all on the website, so if you guys want to see the podcast. So this is something I do daily-ish to talk to the people. So I thank you. Or checking out the return after a week off. I got to take a break too. All right? There's a lot of work to go live and just like riff off random things and like talk, speak my mind. What am I going to say next? I got to block this guy. I got to talk to this guy. I got to talk about this article. I got to find the video clip, right? You know, 30 minutes of that. And I used to do it for an hour. Hell, there's even a couple of episodes where I did two plus hours because the people on the chat were out here questioning my comedy authority. All right. Uh, thank you. Looking for the chef from Ratatouille. <laughs> Looking like the chef from Ratatouille. Wait a second. The chef from Ratatouille didn't have a mustache. It was a redhead. Was it? Oh, you mean the nose? Yeah, but the guy had curly red hair, bro. Terrible reference. Huh? What's your position on sleeping with one-legged woman? I'm down. You think, you, think, you think one leg is going to stop me from getting mine and giving her hers, huh? But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. That's a one-sided argument. Oh! <laughs> All right. Um, isn't that a fetish? Like, aren't, don't people, aren't into that, like, if someone's missing a leg, isn't it like you can get better positions or something? Oh, you could probably lift a lot less weight, right? Uh, 
Mustache needs time to grow. It's still in the process. That's why the week off. No, no, I, it can get thicker than this. I've gotten mine pretty thick. I've gotten it to the point where it looks like a walrus. Like the hairs that go down to my lip. This thing can grow like a walrus. The thing is, I don't want it to look disgusting either, right? I don't want to eat, like, pie and then just have, like, all over my face and then just walking around. Hell, I might even go live, not even notice that I got, like, some sort of, like, residue from what I ate for lunch. Um, yeah. All right. I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. We'll go ahead and keep it going. Um, all right. So... To update you guys on what's happening in Miami Comedy, tonight we're at two shows. We're at the Red Bar, and then right after, thank you, Miami Beer House. Tuesday, we're at Doms and Brickle. Friday, we are at back at Thank You, Miami. And then Sunday, Tipsy Flamingo. If you haven't been to any of our shows, make sure you visit MiamiComedy.com. Check out our YouTube channel. All right? Check out our YouTube channel, MiamiComedy.com slash YouTube. Subscribe. I've been uploading on there. I've been documenting the Miami comedy scene and showing you guys... Uh, what it's like to be at our, at our shows and just realizing that I, you know, and now that I'm recording, now that I'm actually like documenting, interviewing, taking photos, I've realized every single night we do comedy is like its own story. And I haven't been capturing it up until now. So it's almost as if like I've been missing out because I've been doing these comedy shows for like, let me see, 2014, eight years, you know, and I never documented it like this. And now I feel like I've got to do it even more. Uh, Looking like the dude from the Tapito Hot Sauce Bottle. Oh, is this what we're doing? Is this what we're doing, guys? We're just roasting me because of the mustache? You're just mad. You're just mad, MG Orchids. You're mad that I'm looking good. All right? You're mad that this blends with my face very well. You're mad that you can't grow a mustache like this. You're mad that you can't go on live looking this fly with this uh, mustachioid face, okay? Look at the way the eyebrows blend. Not too thick, not too thin. It's just right. You see that? You see the glow, MG? Make sure you take it in. All right? Because you can never reach this level. All right? Ever. <laughs> You'll never look like me. No matter what, MG. So go ahead. Get it off your chest. Because it ain't growing on your face. <laughs> oh, man. There you go. Let your nuts hang. <laughs> Rock that dirty Sanchez. It ain't a dirty Sanchez. It's a clean Sanchez. All right? Nothing dirty about it. I comb it. I put uh, oils in it. As a matter of fact, when I put on this makeshift army helmet, kind of look. I kind of like have authority with the mustache. You imagine me telling you to do push-ups? You probably do it immediately. I told you to do 20, but with a mustache like this, you end up doing 30. <laughs> All right? My mustache gives me authority. Groucho and Marx had a mustache, and his wasn't even real. Mine's real. I one-upped him. All right? Because we evolve like that. Us comedians, we take it to the next level. Oh, is this what's considered comedy? Bam! Add a real mustache to that. <laughs> Bad mother. <laughs> what's up? It's just Pebs. Woo-woosa. H Plaza. All right. You know what? This was a fun episode. I'm not going to lie. This is pretty cool. We talk about the war. Uh, I got some things off my chest. I got roasted. We talked about Trump. Uh, got haters on the chat. You know what? Within 30 minutes, we actually had 
a well-rounded episode. This was fun. I'm not going to lie. This was a good workout, and it was a great, it's a great comeback to go live, all right? A lot of obstacles being thrown my way. I dig it. Probably one of the most interactive shows I've had this year. Thank you for tuning into the Miami Comedy Podcast. We do this every day-ish. All right, just please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Help me out, okay? If the YouTube channel looks good, the podcast can then reach new levels and reach new potential audiences and help. Maybe we'll have more haters on the chat as we grow, all right? So as you guys tune into the show and you're a regular, you can see the haters growing with us. Oh, look, another one. This guy was almost as good as the one from 2020, right? We can start comparing it. We can even collect a list and have memories. I, can, I have this recorded. We can do a best of haters. All right? This guy ain't funny. Oh, how original. How many times has this been said on my chat? <laughs> I like The Office. That's funny. This guy ain't funny. Huh? I like Will Ferrell. Oh, all right. All love. I know, man. It's all, I, I know you, MG. It's all good. Uh, okay. Oh, is that you? Well, all right. Well, we'll see, man. If you, if not, just uh, stay right here on Bad Mother. If I see you a cool guy, well, I'll slide you back in. Because then, you know, you could be cool on that channel or on that user. And then as soon as I let, you know, the other account in, that's when you get back in. It's like, yeah, this guy ain't funny. Somebody told this guy to shave his mustache. Maybe it'll help him be funnier. Huh? Who calls this comedy? Oh, my God. I better stop what I'm doing. Idiots. All right. (laughs) Thank you once again, guys. I'll see you on the next episode. Have a good night, y'all. Bye.